Welcome to the Slam Radio Podcast, featuring Good Morning Amigo. Good morning, amigo. Good morning, sunshine. Good morning to all hump dares. Feeling a little sexy on this 21st day of October, 2000 and who the hell gives a rat's ass? I don't. Yes. No, I don't. Yes. Okay, maybe I do. Dodgers 8. Turds three. <laughs> you happy now? Dodgers up 1-0. Three more games. Be careful who you root for. Go Dodgers. Be, be, be careful who you root for. You know how that amigo jinx works? They're up 1-0, baby. Woo! I decided it's not an L.A. hat I'm going to buy, Frank. This I do have to get on Amazon and see if they can send it next day. I'm ordering it and having it shipped to the crib. I'm afraid to ask. Young Yendi's back in the house. What's up, Young Yendi? What up? How are you, girl? I'm doing well. The applause is back. I'm glad that you brought back the applause, as Lady Gaga would say. I love the applause. You've been out doing business, being a businesswoman. Got to get that money. Got to get that. What was it that Leanne said? Got to do what what she told Antonio Brown that day that went viral when she was eight and a half months pregnant. I thought we were making that a show sound. Man, I, I know. I totally forgot oh, what it was. Oh, gotta, gotta make that money, baby. Gotta, like yeah, that. gotta, gotta, gotta oh, it was great. You never saw that, Yendi? I don't recall. No, so, so, so Leanne, Mor- Leanne Morehong is not only a friend of the program. She is a, I can officially say she's, she's a very good friend of mine. Um, she is just the biggest sweetheart ever. And... She's enjoyed her first child, and when she was carrying, she worked pretty much to the last day. That's oh, wow. because she's kind of a badass, right, Frank? Yeah, absolutely. She's a she is a little stick of dynamite. Oh, I like dynamite. Oh man, but she is uh, not just impressive as a person, right? But she's dynamic. She gets it. She's funny. Um. And during one of these work weeks, perhaps week 35 or 36 of the pregnancy, who knows, because she was quite large at the time, Antonio Brown's doing something and walking to the courthouse during his craziness. He, you know, he had that time where he was just pretty much not viral. He was toxic. Yeah. And she's chasing him to get sound from him. So it is kind of funny. Antonio did... Hit upon him. It was a little funny to see the pregnant woman running after Antonio Brown. And he made a joke and a comment about it. And she snapped right back at him. And said something like, I got to get that money. got to do that job or something, something like that. And it, it just went, everybody went crazy with it. So like, yeah, he said something like, oh, they, man, they put a pregnant woman on Put a on pregnant woman on me. And she goes, got to make that money. Oh, nice. I like that. That is promo. And she said it all in stride. She didn't hiccup. She wasn't breathing heavily when she said it. It was as smooth as silk. I like that. Oh, yeah. Just dynamic. So, yes, I'm going to order the Brooklyn Dodger hat. Brooklyn Dodger. I can let that pass. Well, because that, that's more synonymous, too. Listen, can a Yankee fan really get away with buying an L.A. Dodger hat? Let's think about that for a second. I would, I, I, mm-mm. That's like not going to work. Code. Not going to work. Code, I think no. you would have your uh, Yankee card revoked. Yeah. Not going to yeah, work. Yeah, definitely. Listen, if I've lived through the 67 quarterbacks since Marino left and stayed a Dolphin fan, even though they've 
quite frankly, they've been, they've been a little nasty with me. So I was kind of tough on them too. But if I've stuck with the Dolphins that way, how in the world could I go out and buy an L.A. Dodger hat? I can't. <laughs> no. But I've been very, very loud about the notion that I'd probably be a Brooklyn Dodger fan if the Dodgers still lived in Brooklyn. Probably. Why am I hearing a yeah. whistle? Is the tea is is the tea ready? That's I think it's that's Yundi. Me, nope, Yundi, are you making not. tea? Is that what we're hearing? I'm not making tea. There's no noise around here. There's no speaker, so it's not me. Maybe it's one of those animals in the swamp behind her. That's what I think it is. Yeah, it went away. Maybe it went it away, you, Frank. She, I saw her lean over and shut off the coffee pot. No, she used. She used. <laughs> <laughs> she has a foot pedal to turn on her coffee. You know, she needs coffee on demand. Cod. I do need coffee right now, actually. But this is the Everglades behind me. Come on now. These are our beautiful Everglades, our backyard, our environment. You know what I kind of champion for. So then it's the bugs around her. You're gonna be all right. <laughs> yes, I'm gonna be fine. I do need coffee. What is that sound, Frank? That's 100% Yendi because I just muted her. Okay, we'll figure it out on the break. Anyway, listen. I understand that who gives a rat's ass to the World Series at the end of the day if your team's not in it? Uh, baseball fans do. You know, I think what's troubling is, is that you decide a champion in anywhere between six to ten days. Or in this climate, four to eight days, whatever. But let's, let's get something straight here. Most of the baseball world is tuned out, and that's the issue with the World Series. Mm. Where the Super Bowl wins, it's one night, and the lead-up to it is fantastic. Once you're in it, to have to wait four to eight days, six to ten days, whatever the span is, not only is anticlimactic, but if it's not your team, I don't care how big a sports fan you are. I don't really care how big a baseball fan you are. You're going to basically, in a nutshell, kind of sort of tune it out. It's October. Football's in full swing. College football's in full swing. You're going to tune it out. Come on now. Let's be real. In fact, doesn't basketball usually start at the end of October? Halloween start dates. Doesn't it start? Around now, yeah, and hockey also. Right? It's not a December start. It's a no, November it's October, start. October, 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 last October week, early November. So on top of all that, during a World Series, the NBA season starts. Normally. This year, not the case. Come on, now. That's what happens. People lose, like, uh, you know. I watch this. I'm a baseball head. The last three innings I watched. No, that's not true. <laughs> that's hogwash. That's not true. That's not true. I watched. No, I saw before that. Yeah, I saw a little before. I, I, I don't think I got to see half a game. Uh-oh, the GM's here. GM came early, Frank, bringing, bringing joy early to the program. Ladies and gentlemen, our station GM on the admin side, of course. Good morning, Patty Telechea. We got applause today, right? We gave her some applause. Same to you, Ms. Telechea. I love when visitors come up here. Smiley faces, rays of sunshine. Just, you can't, you can tell the cheeks are moving, but with the mask, you can't really see the beautiful smiles. Just saying. I digress. You'd say I play to the crowd, don't you? Do you smile when you take pictures with your mask on? I don't, I don't smile when I take pictures with my mask off. 
I haven't smiled a lot uh, lately. I only smile kind of when I do the show, right? Yeah, because we have a good time. And you guys let me say whatever the heck I want too. I mean, that's. I mean, let's be honest. Well, the other twenty hours of my life, I don't get to say everything I want to. I mean, it, the show <laughs> is called Good Morning Amigo. No, whatever. It's Good Morning People. I thought of tweaking the name to Good Morning Amigos, but then you got the male female connotation, and then Yendi's gonna get offended. And how about how about that you name it Good Morning Amigo X? No, <laughs> let's not go there. <laughs> I was going to say, you earned the whistle on that, son. <laughs> Why are you guys, like, triggering me? My gosh. No. But, but, Latinx. Not Latinx. Not what word. is going on Latinx? What the hell is that? <laughs> it's not a word. Did you hear what I did to the text I got from Latinx? Did you hear the story about Latinx? I, yeah, you told me about that. Nanya. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Jason. I appreciate it. That's funny. See? I, yeah. No. So, so, I haven't said it yet, but I, I can't hide. I can't hide it. I don't save the best for last. It's just one of those things. Like I feel like I have an eternity from now till eternity to talk about it. I will give my objection early, and then ride the very tall wave that I'm objecting to riding. The one that in, down deep in my heart, and I think in all of our hearts, we sort of wanted to see, but I, I don't think I was ready to see. And I think this is a mistake. Tua Nigga Manapola, or nope. whatever. Nope. Can you say his first name? Tua Nigga Manuelapola. Tua Nigga Manalapola. Tua Tunga Vailoa, okay, has been named by the Miami Dolphins the new starting quarterback. What a huge mistake this is. This, what, is, what, what? this is a titanic error on the part of the Miami Dolphins. Of epic proportions. This could cost them tens of millions of dollars. For being impatient. Uh, so can you elaborate on tens of millions of dollars? He's not ready. I don't think he's ready. And if the experiment fails, you lost money and potential income. What's the potential income? Anything that's worth waiting for, people get anxious about. You build it. At some point, this team is either, with Fitzpatrick, going to be 10 or 11 wins into a potential playoff season, or they're going to be 7 or 9, 8, and 8. I tend to think they're going to be 6 and 10, 7, 9, 8, and 8. I know they're 3 and 3 now. So by knowing that, sometime in December, it would be much more apropos to hand him the the ball and hand Fitzpatrick the clipboard. And let's see how this dynamic works in a game that's not going to hurt us. Now, he gets hurt in the game, he gets hurt in the game because every game he plays is going to be hurt. That's not the risk I'm talking about. I'm not talking about danger to him. He plays the position, it is what it is. You're talking about the psyche of it. The psyche of it. 100% the psyche. He's recovering from an injury. It would be an amazing story. So is there upside to the decision? 100%. Which he, we, he's recovering from an injury that we're still not sure whether he's gotten over the psyche of the injury, let alone the psyche of the position. It's a traumatic injury. It's a traumatic injury. I, I don't know that. We don't know that. I think there needed to be some time. And you know what you also needed to do? You owed it to the Dolphin fan base, quite frankly. Six games in at 3-3 three and three, to say, we're going to give this crap a shot. We're going to give this a shot. 
Who knows? New England's not playing well. Look at the division. Look at the conference. Maybe nine wins gets us a, a, a 17th game. Like, so let's try to get nine wins. I understand the whole timing of the bye week, but I don't understand the timing considering the fact that Ryan T- um, Fitzpatrick is coming back from back to back, uh, coming out of back to back wins. San Francisco, and yeah, all right, it's the Jets, but they're Ill-timed. still back to back wins. It's Ill timed. Plays the Rams, goes to Arizona to play the Cardinals, goes to Los Angeles to play the Chargers at Denver. And then the New York. Oh, God. I, I feel like New York he's set could be 0 and 11, and they're going to tee off on this kid. I feel like he's set up for failure. Oh, I don't know if it's set up for failure. That's when somebody premeditates or does something on purpose to, to kind of ensure your failure. And I don't, I'm not 100% sure. That well, I mean, I, I don't mean, I mean, I don't mean it like that they're purposely doing it. I just mean the fact that, like, how you said it, he's not ready. He's not ready, man. I don't understand what's wrong with him still being mentored by uh, Fitzpatrick on the sidelines. The way we saw him on camera this week being mentored during uh, while he was while he was in between while defense was on the field. Um, the other thing is like they interviewed a lot of people, a lot of players, and a lot of players were even surprised. So it doesn't even look like Flores was able to tell the team before the news came out. They were excited about it because you know they're they're excited about the whole Tua thing, but they were overwhelmingly surprised. And I'm and I think the whole saying that they were excited about it was just kind of a cover up because they're not going to be out there and saying that they don't like the move. They don't want to be that guy. I don't know. I'm not feeling it, man. But whatever Miami is, uh, Miami's excited. And and here's the funny part of all of it. We just did this yesterday. So O came on, he did his thing. So O went crazy yesterday. Ironically, O will be at the Rams game. So he says he wants to see the imminent failure face-to-face. He's really invested in this guy's coming up short of expectation, let's say. And then when he was talking about it, Frank, I looked at him. And I took a picture of him. And then it dawned on me. He looks like Tua. <laughs> My brother-in-law looks a lot like Tua Tonga Vailoa. Do you not think? Man, he look, he's, he's this guy's doppelganger. I'm looking at him and go, man, you look a lot like Tua. Oh, don't even start. Apparently, they've told him this already. So, God, I wouldn't be surprised if you could hear from him today, Frank, even though it's not Tuesday, if you know what I mean. So, Tua will start for the Miami Dolphins. I think that's kind of a mistake. He did tease me that next show, next week's show was going to be lit. So Oh, lit, huh? We'll see what he brings. Yeah, he may be holding off till next week. Yeah. <laughs> hey, dude, did you see the video? I'm sure you did. Did you see the video of the young girl celebrating her birthday? Yeah, 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 I did, absolutely. But hold on, before we get into that conversation, because I got to plug up. You say, hey, B was coming, y'all got a print in the lady out here? They sent you to record me? Gotta make that money, gotta do that job. Oh, it be making y'all money too, huh? Gotta make that money, baby, gotta do that job. That's exactly what she told him. And look, without missing a beat, and if you see the video, Yandy, she was walking while she said it. She wasn't standing. 
She was in stride walking with him as he was making the smart-ass comment. The video was on AB's live. Yeah. I think AB got a rise from it. So anyways, back to the little girl with the birthday cake. Oh, my God. This was a... what? Did you guys get the picture I sent you yesterday? Yes, I did. I did. <laughs> what did you uh, What did you think of that? Yeah, he's like, so I think the topic of conversation. Everybody has seen this, and I felt like we have a very, very good um, argument topic. We have a few of them today, but who's wrong? The birthday girl or the other girl? The other girl. I'm gonna the put my. Girl, I'm gonna put it out sure. there right away. One, she blew out the candles. Two, when she went to go yeah. look, like when the birthday girl went to go look at her, she gave her a snarl face like, what? Yeah. She, so I that's when the girl mean. went off. She deserves that. Mm, sorry. She deserves it, huh? Hey, man, my no, wife. My wife I don't condone at, violence. My, my <laughs> wife looked at, the, at that video and she goes, oh, my God, this is so me. She goes, you know, not to mess with my birthday cake. And, you know, my wife has like 19 birthday cakes yes, every year. I've heard. I've heard. So it's like we have to celebrate her birthday one day every day. And it's ridiculous. So anyways, but I looked at the video and I, at first I was just like, yo, that's crazy. But then once I saw the little girl's face and her little shrug, I was like, oh, no, this girl deserves a beatdown. Immediately, that girl's three years old, man. That girl knows what's up. That girl's gonna be fearless when she gets older. I think the better part of that fight was the second round. So they separated them. She got pissed, and then she went back at her. And when she went back at she her, it was, oh, her man, it was. Should we even really be celebrating that though? Because I saw that and I cringed. So I'm being informed that they're sisters. I'm gonna look into this more. But that's oh, that makes sense. Sisters. If they're sisters, that makes sense. So with Natalie, would you do something like that to Natalie? Because obviously the, the younger one was celebrating the birthday, and you, Yendi. No, uh, I wouldn't do that. Even though you're young, you're older than that. Natalie would do it to you and smirk she like that. She would blow out my can. Yeah, she and would go, blow out my candles, and then we'd just go at it like. <laughs> My yeah, my parents would really be mortified at birthday parties. See, oh shit, they, they wouldn't know what was gonna happen with the two of you, huh? No, they had no clue. Sometimes we got along, sometimes we didn't. Sometimes we fought, sometimes we didn't. So you know, it was a crapshoot. I just love how serious the little girl was about her like her candle. I was just like, honestly, I don't think at that age I would have done that. I probably would have just got to a corner and cried and my birthday would have been ruined but the fact that she went out her way and just started you know like don't mess with my candle i was just like yes girl like you tell her you tell her not to blow your candle out come on we've exactly. all had we've all had at that age or around that age we've all had one of those moments at least well, well Catherine just confirmed it it's 100 they're 100 percent sisters there's family portraits of them that together is fantastic yeah man. and by the way i would so i would good. never blow out the candle for my brother but what i would do is i would sit on the opposite side of the table and i would troll him so i would blow like very gently just enough just for the candle to dance and he would get upset about it so that would be my move that's different though that's a gym from the office movie yeah. <laughs> very very much that um we all had that, right? So, like, mine was very funny because I was a, when I was a child, I was a tepid, quiet, borderline frail child. You quiet? Well, this is early you? years. This is early. Look at after you. You got jokes, huh? Um, I always do, little amigo. Usually, yeah. Um, yeah, I was. I mean, up until about the age of eight, the awareness was when I started learning that I had to kick some people's ass to get what I needed to get. And I didn't like to resort to violence, but from a very young age, I was taught to box and spar. So I was always told, you don't just go around and start beating people up. But we got into young situations that because I was so, I didn't look, I didn't look to be a threat to anyone. 
So every so often, you know, there needed to be a little bit of a explosion for everyone to realize that, oh, that little guy's crazy. And I think we went to some friend's house. I might have been Frank, seven or eight years old. I might quiet to myself. So you know when you used to do that as a kid, they'd make you go play with the family's kid, right? And half the time, the kid that you'd go to play with was pretty much an asshole. And this was one of those cases. And this kid's name, ironically, was Damien. So the reason I say ironically, because this kid was the devil. Now, I'm not implying that Damien's are the devil, but this kid, seriously, as a child, I could recognize just how evil and how uncomfortable he made me to be around him. So he was roughly my age. Um, and I believe I was six or seven at the time, actually. And I'm just sitting there playing in his room, and he's one of these kids that pushes and hits. So I guess he, you know, his senses failed him, detected that because I looked quiet and tepid, that he could start pushing me or maybe slap me in the head. And when he did that, I gave him a right cross, and when he crumbled, I put him between my legs. I started beating the crap out of him. And as he screamed, all the families came in, and I looked at my dad as this kid is just reveled and just messed up. And I go, es que me desesperó. And I said in Spanish, he drove me crazy. So obviously they removed me. Uh, the friendship probably ceased from there. I don't ever remember those people again. Um, that was my moment. Like it just sometimes as a kid, you don't necessarily know how to negotiate those emotions. And you resort to like, as adults, I don't think someone would do that. We would laugh or take a piece of the cake and put it. Like, we would do, handle our stress another way. But I thought it was just so beautiful uh, to see that child just feel like she needed to defend the birthday cake. It was so good. Come on. You guys have never had a moment like that? No. Anthony. I, Anthony. Anthony. We talked about that moment recently in the show. The guy was talking about your mama? I don't want to talk about it. All right, so whatever. Only I've time a child a fight, got in trouble. But if someone but talks about my mama. Only time he got in trouble in school, and he didn't get in trouble because I came swooping in as his defense attorney. Cold, yeah, cold, cold clock. The only time I've gotten into a fight, and the only time I've won a fight. So. Yeah. The next day yeah, he's in I the was a fighter as a kid. Were you really? I was a fighter. But I'm just saying, oh, there's God. that. No, some of you are peaceful souls, like the Nicoles and the Albers. Well, actually, actually, I got into something for my brother because he was my brother's big, sure, but he's also learned to like not hit women. And it was well, a that's girl usually a good thing. That's I, I, yeah, I would hope that's thing. a standard practice. You know yes, what I mean? Yes, he's, he's a good, he's a good kid. I would and pray to God that most people, all people, don't hit women. How's that? I don't yeah, think there's an exception. That should be the given, yes, but he doesn't hit girls and it was a girl who was younger than him but older than me but smaller than i was so then i kind of interjected but to be fair I, i'm also not like like it's kind of given like she was in the fifth grade i was in first grade that's how that went and my brother was like in the eighth grade and so then i interjected so that's when that's what happened for me so you laid the smack down to a fifth grader while you were in first grade well yeah, i was physically bigger than her okay. so like it worked out fine as a first grader huh Yes. <laughs> you had the advantage. Okay, I see. And also it's my brother, so I was going to defend him no matter what. So, so at the end of the day, we've all seen that. I, I could sit here for four hours and tell you stories because my brother's crazy. And, well, you know, he's defended us from time to time in manners that could make for a sitcom. Um, but I think what I'm trying to bring out is that this child, in the rawest of emotions of her birthday, feels slighted. Um, 
over her older sister's very cynical move to blow out the candle. And it was captured and the video went viral. Okay, now I'm going to build the fence. And now I'm going to make my point before we go to break. Isn't it funny that that's now? That video probably more talked about than any headline about the election, any headline about the economy, any headline about COVID. Would you agree or disagree? I mean, if you go to look at how many views that thing got, a few weeks ago was our boy Lewis with nuns. Like, we always find something to distract us from 2000 and why in the world do you even exist? Yes, 2020. I don't usually say the number, but there it is. Like, there should be legislation to, to change the, the benchmark for eyesight from 2020 to 2019 or something like that. Just... Because 2020 has been a disaster. The media didn't help either. I'm sorry? The media, the sensationalization of media, the sensational media didn't help. I think there's a sensationalizing of everything going on right now. I'm going to be very candid with you. I've been trolling the last week or so. I've had, not, not I've had time on my hands. I've made it a purpose to see the stuff and the content that people are posting. Adults, my students, I've taken the time to watch. I'm not going to out anything that I've seen. I'm not even going to allude to any specific examples of anything. Make somewhat general and overview statements of what I've noticed. As a whole, we tend to be easily entertained. It does not take much to capture our attention. And now as a society of the quick 20-second blurb, because we are the society of ADD. We don't necessarily pay a lot of attention. And we're all guilty of it. Live off our phones. Sorry for the ADD term, but what I'm trying to say is we do not pay attention. We have a deficit of attention in our lives. And while it's an affliction, what I'm trying to say is, quite frankly, we all suffer from some sort of it because life takes us. These phones take us. You're having an important conversation and you're checking a text because you have to. Not because you want to, not because you're being rude, because you have to. We've cultivated this. We've made this. This is what we wanted this. So I'm okay with the video of the little girl because it's hysterical. Right? But where, where I lose my, my mind is if we paid as much attention to those two little girls as we do to some of the other things that would make us bigger, stronger, faster, smarter, more aware, more aware. There are such little things. My, my thing in class for the last couple of days, and it's bled into the show, is I get that we have a million miles to travel, but do you realize we already traveled a million? Oh, gosh, hold on. You know what I mean? It's not that you want a medal, a participation medal for making it to halftime or for starting the long journey of fixing or trying to fix. This is a simple statement. I dare all of this Generation Z to have lived as a child when I was a kid. Not mm -hmm. even you. I'm going to yes. take it to the old man. Oh, but hey, boomer, and that's back, back in the day, that's when stuff was black and white. I make the jokes more than anybody. I love making the jokes. I don't care. I've been calling myself viejo for 20 years on the radio. I don't know if you guys realize that. 
And you all, because you deal with me, know the last thing I am is old. Well, I know where you're coming from. Because even Yendi and I grew up in a world like yours. We didn't have anything. When you needed to look something up, you looked up an encyclopedia, you went to a library. There was no right. technology. When we were got entertained, here's a Game Boy. And yet even you had that. But, like, that's all we had. So it's, it's crazy, though, because with the Internet, with how much information you have, you're supposed to be smarter. We've dumbed down as a society. We had a gentleman come through. We're working with him, and we're expanding our resources, not just here in our radio studio, but with our video broadcast department. And as a broadcasting department as a whole, we're going to finish making the state of the art and complete. Um, and I've used the phrase. I've used it in my home. He's here, and I'll tell you I've said it to him, but I've said it out loud. And especially you guys here, in here, right here. I have a, a, a trillion listeners and says nobody. I have... Of the 35 million subscribers, I have 14 listeners. I'm just kidding. Those are those people who are listening, and they can take this advice. I'm talking to the dozen here that still have a life to live. Because you guys all have a life to live. That's, that's who I'm trying to talk to here right now. You guys have a platform like very few people in the media have. And you guys are 98% content consumers and 2% content creators. You are consuming the crap that the world is putting out on social media and on the internet when you guys are cutting edge and you guys should be the trendsetters, not the followers. All of you. And I'm not going to say shame on you because that would be me scolding. And I don't do that unless you've really done something wrong. But you guys are certainly missing an opportunity here. Because you spend a lot of time consuming stuff you think is funny. The laugh goes away in 6 to 10 seconds. And then you're back to reality. The basketball game lasts 2 hours and 15 minutes. You're back to reality. The Dodger-Rays game last night goes 3 hours, 27 minutes. And then you're back to reality. Are you kidding me? Be the person that's creating the reality. Be the creator. That's you guys. Swallowing that crap up that they said. That's why you guys want to call me boomers. It's all good and dandy. Those guys can't hold my jockstrap. Those guys can't, no son la suela de zapato mío. Not the young ones, not the old farts that have been doing it for 30 years on local radio and TV. But I don't need to flex. I don't need to show anything off. That's not, that's not me. That's not my life. I don't do that. But I can. And at times I do. I did last night. I got pissed off yesterday. It's a topic I bring up often. I'm going to have to bring it up on the other side because I'm getting the death stare from the producers. All right? But the horse manure that has been this year, the reason you hear me get angry and angry at the year is because of how this year started for Slam Radio. It started for us somewhere around late October when we're doing red carpet events to January being the centerpiece of Radio Row to February being on Good Morning America and on the biggest stage in the planet, the Super Bowl. And then poof. Boom. We've all had to suffer it. I get it. Sucks. 
I have a word for it, but I don't think it's suitable. But it sucks donkey, donkey butt. So I had to flex a little yesterday. I'm sorry if it comes off and showing up. You guys know that I don't do that stuff. And I started flexing yesterday. Because I can. Because I sit there como un bobo. Consuming content. When I run the biggest, baddest mother bleeping radio station in the planet. Not because I have a trillion listeners. Because I have the best broadcasters in the world. I have the best platform in the world. I have the best bosses in the world. I have the best partners in the world. That's why I was staring at that sign this morning, Frank Fernandez. That's why I was looking at that sign. Frank thought I was in La La Land looking at our Slam Radio Sirius XM Pandora sign. Why do you got to call me by my government name? You know what I mean? It's just, it's real. And sometimes I kind of forget. When I'm swallowed up in grades. Because I got to, okay, I missed another deadline. There, I said it on national radio. I'll get my grades, and I promise you they'll be in. But I got the steering wheel of the Battlestar Galactica. I have the steering wheel of the biggest, baddest ship in the world. No, not the Titanic. The baddest airplane. the sneakiest submarine. You can give it whatever analogy and euphemism you want. But I got the baddest freaking radio station on that damn platform. I love you, Karen Hunter. I love you, Dave Webb. You guys are masters. We learn from you. But my station rocks. My platform rocks. My topics rock. I don't got no boundaries, and I got the best freaking people to give me perspective. All the damn time. That's why. So enough of this crap of watching idiots act like fools on YouTube and Instagram. I'm done with it. I'm shutting people's stories off little by little. That's a little obnoxious of me, but we'll go back to it. But I think it's time to be the creator. I think it's time to move the needle. It's the guy at the steering wheel. I think it's time to take this station to the next level. Hey, look what I found. A radio. Radio. This is Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio. Stelio Chico Pitbull, Mr. 305, better said Mr. Worldwide, put it down right now with the legendary, the one, the only, it's official, Slam Radio. If you think it's a game, play with it. Dolly. He's out of his freaking mind. He's not. Crazy. And now we're back with Good Morning Amigo on Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio. We're back. I love these rejoins. We've definitely improved our rejoins, Frank. I appreciate it. Good morning, amigo. Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio. Sick and tired, bro. Sick and tired. That's what's going to change. I really am? I, I, I had to tell you guys that, and I'm sorry if it feels like you're being scolded ahorita. But, um, Me scolded? No, I'm talking to the kids, actually. Oh, okay. I'm kind of used to it. I missed that. I was talking to Captain. Anthony a whistle, please. I'm averaging one whistle a game. <laughs> I'm going to have to go to the replay now. Oh, when you go to it, you're going to die. <laughs> I'll see you later, Anthony. Don't worry about that. <laughs> Smart house. 
Yeah, man, you guys have the world at your fingertips. You all do with your Instagrams. I got it. But, you know, gosh, what good is it to sit there? And you got to watch some stuff. You obviously, it's like anything else. But Guys that sit on their couch and watch football all day are not NFL players. You might watch film to watch football, but you got to play to be a football player. Sit there and watch, 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 and don't create content. You're a fan. Yeah. You're a fan. It's all you are. Nothing more, if you know what I mean. <sighs> you consider yourself a creator, right? You know, the reason I got in this mood is because I'm mad at myself for not doing this enough. I don't know why Young Indy's so quiet, but so well I'm, I'm letting you speak only because i've noticed that you've been posting a lot of the slam uh damn radio right. vibe pictures you're damn I right like that you're doing a great job i'm letting you be but yeah i may I not be in perfect format with the right yeah, hashtags i can always edit that later and do it i can always repost it later these kids take stuff down and post it back up a hundred times they can teach me how to do that if i did it wrong but it was last night and Dude, we all go through it. I was look I I'm sorry, I was looking for I was looking for value. Can I I mean I, I was feeling inadequate. How many times have you guys heard me bitch and moan about this? Zoom stuff. And I don't want to be the guy that's acting like I'm anti pandemic care and I don't want to be that dude. I'm not that dude. I'm around and protest anything. I wear my, the only place I don't really wear it outside of my house is right here so I can talk and, you know, whatever. It is what it is. I don't let you guys come anywhere near this area on purpose so that I can do it this way. But even still, like, I take very good care of myself. I don't go anywhere. I go Wild Fork, Publix, Wendy's. Once a month. By the way, I had that plank salmon on a plank or whatever. Oh, my God, it was phenomenal. That cedar plank salmon is yummy. Oof. Oh, my God, I want that for dinner tonight. Man, it was so good. Anthony's already giving me the stare down, so I know what that means. Is it like $104 a pound, like everything else? Oh, gosh, I finally said something negative about him. There you go. I just wanted some lobster the other day. It was like $40 a pound. I'm like, no. That's, that's a lot of money for lobster. I agree with you. We go to Everglades City. We can get a discount. Fresh lobster. Maybe, Maybe we should just have Taco Bell tonight. No, then, you know, I, I got some picanha that was excellent. Well, well, th there's free tacos today because Mookie Betts stealing a base. That's right. He stole two, actually, yesterday. He did. Two and one. And the second time, he's the first person to uh, initiate this discount coupon. Twice. Twice. No one's ever done it twice. So now Mookie Betts is Mr. Taco Bell. They should start, like, an ad campaign with him. They should. That's smart. Dodgers Rays game two tonight, 808 first pitch. You can catch it, of course, on Espen, right? It's on Espen. Is that on ESPN or is it on Fox, Frank? I don't even know anymore what network. Fox. It's on Fox. It's on ESPN radio, I'm seeing here. Okay. Yeah, it's Fox. I don't even know anymore. I just turn on the TV and I tell it baseball. How can you forget the or how can you confuse the soothing voice of Joe Buck? It's true, but at this point, people like they go and broadcast in different places. I have really become kind of like numb to that. Like I don't if know it's why, but Joe Joe Buck's very bland to me. Like he's a legend and all, but I I feel like he's a little too bland when it comes to. Well, he's no, he's know. not, he's not like his dad. That's for sure. Like somebody he, will hit a walk off homer, and he'll be like, 
What a great hit to win the game. Well, do you, do you, had you ever heard his dad before? I know he's older. And... No, I actually haven't. All right. So you'll figure it out when you hear his dad. I mean, it's, it's like anything else. It's like you're, you're a smart ass because your dad's a smart ass, right? The answer is supposed to be no, dad. Yes, sir. Uh, whatever. He's off today. Um, so, yeah, I'm flexing a little bit. So I, I was going through some things, and, and I found this ring yesterday. A ring? It's a ring. Like I'm, for your phone? No, a ring like when you... One ring to rule them all? Well, you know, it reminded me that... One ring to find them all. This isn't the first time I've worked my ass off or something. They don't get the token reference, Frank. No, not at all. And I'm just trying to troll Larry right now, so... Larry's not paying attention to you. That's why you're being unsuccessful with your troll. <laughs> Go on, Mr. Ringmaster. So, I'll show the Zoomers. Anthony, I think you've seen this ring before. I've seen that multiple times, yes. Is that Ray Finkel's championship ring? No, that's my... It still impresses me to this day. That's my Hall of Fame ring. Very cool, bro. Um, about once a month it fits me. That's good. Almost fit me. It did last night. I had a feeling my, with all the rain, my hands and the arthritis would swell up. You sound like my grandmother. <laughs> that's what she is. <laughs> My love, I spent 15 years pulling flags. Do you know how many times I've sprained, jammed, or dislocated these fingers? There's a reason why my knuckles look so huge. But why does the rain, what does, that's what I tell my grandmother, Abuela, what does the rain have to do with your arthritis? When it's, well, I'm not saying I have arthritis, but I'm saying that the humidity allows you to inflame a bit. You swell a little bit with, so when it's rainy and humid, they inch us. When it's a drier day and it's a cooler no. day. <laughs> Where in what scientific journal have you read this? I can guarantee you 100% that this is a case. I can 100% without doubt guarantee that this is the case. Oh, I'm 100% looking this up right now. What? I know you're the tiebreaker on this. You have to be, Frank. But 100% people, and I'm not saying arthritis now, I'm saying that with joint problems, they swell on humid days, and they tend to be chilled on days that are drier. Your flare-ups happen on the humid days, and part of that flare-up is because you have inflammation, which is why you take anti-inflammatory medicine for it, something I do not. Oh, this would be too funny if I got it right. You did, kind When there's a rainstorm, atmospheric pressure drops. As soon as yeah. your body detects this change, it makes your soft tissue swell up. As a result... Fluid in the joints expands. It also comes into place with cold weather because the muscles and ligaments can tighten up and become stiff. In human weather, pressure on the body causes swelling and increased pain. Therefore, it is important to warm up first in the cold weather and cool down in humid weather. I stand corrected. So here's, here's the thing, Andy. I stand corrected. Here's, this, here's the thing, Andy. When I ran the football league that they gave me this ring for, you know. It was I raining was that day? No, I was dealing with athletes, smartass. So I learned a thing or two about this stuff. And... Well, I'm not going to say I told you so, but I love when I'm right. Notice I didn't even, I didn't even hiccup. Like, I didn't get, notice that I'll usually get, <laughs> like, nothing happened because I, how, how right I knew I was and how silly Puyendi was sounding at the time, but that's okay. I will still come to you for my health stuff, I promise you. Now that I, Yandy stands corrected. Yes, on drier days, my love, this thing fits me. On a day like today where there's a monsoon in, the, in, this, in this 
rainforest that we live in, this, this, this swamp of a city called Miami. Yeah. My hands look like potatoes today. So I'm just saying, just saying. <laughs> Never had that problem. <laughs> Play 15 years of flag football, but I guarantee you, you, you don't know how many times I say, why the hell did I play that stupid game? You'll see me, I kid you not, you'll see me pick up something to drink, and then my fingers, Anthony, confirm, my fingers will start, they cramp up, and they'll curl up. Yes, or you'll just drop something. Right I'll drop it please. because I can't hold it because my it'll all. Yes, you don't understand what I go through, bro. But that happens to you're me when I'm sleeping. Good. It's called no, a cramp. No, 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 no. You don't. This isn't a cramp. This is. If you ever notice, I hold my hand in certain ways, because if I do certain things, it happens. You turn into like the penguin. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it say happens, bro. It, it's the craziest thing. I'll be talking all of a sudden, like my middle finger will come down to here. And, I, and I'll be like this. Man, that's some crazy flexibility, it, uh, bro. It's nuts. It's nuts. No, that's what is that's like the spasms that you get, right? Because I get that here when I'm cooking, like when I'm trying to cut. Like, but are you sure those aren't seizures? I think I checked, I checked out if I were you. There's treatment for that condition, Milian. I'm saying, yes, most people get minor cramps. I'm not trying to say my cramps are better than yours. Minor, yes, you are. Mine are funnier than yours. Mine are really it's funny. Totally I'll call the kids. I go, guys, guys, look. I go, guys, 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 look. And I put my head. And I was going. It's just, I can't even make it up because it's so strange. That could be a lack of potassium. I've been told that. That's why I try to eat bananas at every chance I get. Um, I don't know what it is. I've been told. Eso porque tú no tomas suficiente agua. Okay, so why don't my legs cramp up then? I'm as flexible as anybody I know with my legs. So obviously, my the water doesn't. Like, you know, it doesn't pertain to my legs, only my hands. Maybe you have low levels of calcium and magnesium. Okay, Dr. Fernandez, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> Seriously, there could be a deficiency. He's not incorrect. He's, he's got a... Oh, I'm sure I'm deficient. <laughs> I can tell you, <laughs> at 52, I can guarantee you, the things that, the, the things that I need to work, work, but, but the, 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 I'm deficient, like my memory, my eyesight... Uh, my memory? Did I say my memory? Yeah. See, you uh, might also be a culprit of vitamin D deficiency. I might be a culprit of old age is what I might be a culprit of. When? Well, that we know. Yeah, there you go. Of course. Always. Whistle, whistle. I'm not giving him a whistle for that one. That's the low-hanging fruit. Not, that's not good enough. He's going to have to come stronger than that. Yeah. Damn, okay. Even Idanya and I'll, Nicole I'll don't resort to that anymore. Come on, Anthony. That's that's akin to a jab in a fight. That's nothing. You don't you don't get a whistle for that. <sighs> if I had control of the board, Anthony, I'd give you a whistle. No, I would give myself one. How too. strange! How strange! Like Yendi's kissing their ass. Isn't that something? We're back to normal. She was out for a day. Yeah, we're back to normal. She's kissing ass again. I love it's it. It's not called kissing ass. It's nurturing the youth. I nurture them every day, and I don't kiss their balls. No, you do not nurture them. You yell at them. I, tough love is good, too. It is, too. And I don't yell at them, please. I don't do tough love. You sit there and go, Amiba, Amiba, honey. Because they're all beautiful. They are beautiful. Sunshine. Listen, if I mistreated them, they wouldn't come back for more punishment. I can guarantee you. Trust me, grades come out soon. Unless like me. I'm, I'm their godfather. <laughs> Take care of them, bro. What's that, Catherine? Now you spoke. Get the mic on her. She's got to speak now. Hi. You did it to yourself, Bordop. What? No, 
Yes, what? Now you get treated like a board op. <laughs> now you want to see abusive... Re- you Let do that speak. in a radio Let show. Yes, but I'm in charge here. What? Looking for music and <laughs> what a Zita. <laughs> By the way, on the flip side, this young lady is killing it on the board, man. She has learned. Frank is so like Frank's doing jumping jacks. He's talking about it after she leaves. Before she gets in, he's talking about it. He's like, man, she's awesome at this. We found our new Brianna. Like he's he's all stoked because he just so she's been running the show. Frank's not running the board. Frank's just jumping in, putting his two cents in. Rainy day in South Florida. None of our teams are in the competition right now. I don't feel like talking about sports. Andy, what is what is a national what day today? Young Andy. I'll let you know. No, young Andy's not speaking to me now, I guess. I guess we have a schism here, guys. I'm a little upset at you. Yeah. We're gonna have to talk after this show. Game and Rosa. Today's bra day. Yeah! So it's the day you take oh, your bra off? Let's find out what that means. Oh, bra God. day. <laughs> Why did I ask? Actually, bra day means breast reconstruction awareness day. As you know, October is breast cancer awareness Very month. Good. So all, all of these little holidays that have bra. This is cool, actually. Funny little acronyms that attribute to, you know, that, that say bra are for everyone to, you know, know what's going on with breast cancer awareness. It's, it's a big cause of death amongst women. And early detection is definitely the way to go. Can so, you help yeah. me before we go to break real quickly? So the, 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 this bra, is this, when you say breast reconstruction? Awareness. So, awareness. so what ends up happening is, and I'm, I'm, stop me when I'm assuming and I'm wrong here. Uh, women who experience cancer may or may not have to have a mastectomy. And Correct. they restruct, because to be very honest, and, and I don't, I'm not a woman, so I don't pretend to know this, but my understanding is that there's a huge confidence boost that comes with this. Correct. Because there's a big so, downer to that. And then, and I know because someone in my family had this happen. And then there's this resurgence and there's a reinvigoration, which I think is as necessary as any cancer patient. That's why when you said it, I was like, yes, this is absolutely a wonderful, wonderful thing to talk about. One of those, those silver linings in, in those dark clouds of what is cancer and, and, you know, women's health. And Breast Reconstruction Awareness Day, you're absolutely right, Larry. It's that. It's to... to make that confidence boost come back and and you know feel beautiful women will always want to feel beautiful and having to go through cancer and and losing breasts you know that's part of being a woman so yeah today's an important day for all women who have suffered uh, through breast cancer have survived are thriving and are all about reconstruction matatas well, well th- thank you for allowing me to, to go walk down that road gently and not stumble upon my own words you can't you well. possibly be mad at me. I was just teasing. I'm you. not mad. No, I'm not mad. You I'm told me I could tease you. you. If not, I'll just won't tease of you. Of course. Anymore. I can't no, have what? you mad at me, young Yendi. You don't get the show. But I gotta, me, I gotta strike back. You know, the empire does strike back. Yeah, but I don't like you being mad at me either. I'm just playing. I'm not around. mad, but I'm very happy at this last conversation we just went through. It was very, it was spoken about in a mature fashion, and I hope that many other people listening will understand that these are the kind of conversations men need to have towards women's health. Yeah, man, that's, and, and I'm actually, I'm, I'm going to, I will pat myself on the back for actually being aware of that. Like, I'd heard of it, that's why I took the leap and said, I think this is what this is, correct? I could have said something and really messed it up. But dudes don't get it sometimes. Think about how dudes regard tatas. 
think about it's that. It's an object for them. It's, it's, object. it's, so, it's an object. But it's not an object to a woman. It's something that is a part it's, of what makes a woman a woman. Right. And that, that, that's why when you mention that, I'm like, whoa. Like, I don't know. Do you do anything? Or you just happen to notice that today was that day. You involved in something with that? Well, no? I'm in, well, it's funny because it's also support your local chamber of commerce day. So I'm oh, that's awesome. Well, South Florida. <laughs> What the is South it? Florida Hispanic, Hispanic Chamber, Chamber of, of Commerce. Commerce. I don't want to get that yes. wrong either since I messed up everything up. <laughs> so we're one of the, the largest Hispanic Chambers of Commerce. And, you know, we can go into a conversation of how, why it's important to join a chamber if you're a small business owner. And that's me. But um, I've been able to get involved with the Hispanic Society, uh, Hispanic Women's Society. And part of that is our Breast Cancer Awareness Luncheon that we did last Friday. Hence why I wasn't on the show last that's Friday. Right. But I learned a lot of new things. You know that there's a new procedure where you can uh, take uh, your DNA and you can take uh, the, the gene that most people have that would cause breast cancer and take it out of your DNA before you reproduce so that you don't pass your gene on to your It's interesting. Generation. I didn't Isn't even know cool? that. That's crazy. I learned that this Friday. I thought that that was one of the cool breakthroughs. Who knew? Who knew? All right. There's I, also National Reptile Awareness Day, if that... <laughs> We're having I'm not <laughs> recognizing any reptiles. I'm certainly, certainly not recognizing a gator. Hey, look what I found. A radio. Radio. This is Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio. Yo, what's up? Baby, let's go. This is Tua Tungle by Lloyd. Yo, Sway Calloway. This is Spice Adams. This is Michael, the playmaker everywhere. What's up? This is Grok, and you're listening to Slam, Slam radio. radio. Sirius XM. Yeah. For every sport of every kind, tune in here where you will find... And now we're back with Good Morning Amigo on Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio. Oh, yeah. Life ain't so bad at all. It's always nice to jam to some Michael Jackson in the morning. Where is Trump's wall? Did Trump's wall go somewhere? I don't want to talk about that. It was my fault. Oh. They're on. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. I thought it was my bad. If you leave it on Trump's wall. Uh, well, it's definitely uh, it's there. It's, uh, <laughs> it's more like a picket fence, I hear, but whatever. Well, it's about 650 <laughs> miles of the 2,000-mile border fenced in, yeah. leaving 1,350 miles open. Well, but wasn't there like three or 400 miles already of it? When he became president, like my understanding yeah, is, that this was already kind of something. There was already the part of those stats are accounting for walls that were already built. Already out. Yeah. 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 <sighs> All right. Well, I won't get into mudslinging. You missed Only yesterday. Five, five miles are new. Five miles of the wall are new. That's it. <laughs> Sorry, I thought I was muted. <laughs> the answer is yes, Frank. That's it. Only five new miles. That's why I was being I was being really <laughs> flippant about it. You missed yesterday. Was it yesterday, Frank? Since you know, I, I complain that I don't necessarily remember sometimes. When we were talking about the mudslinging campaigns. Yeah, didn't get that. Yeah, well, no, we've spoken about mudslinging. I think we spoke about it the day before, and we talk about how these campaigns have no longer um, focused on issues that matter to us, the people who are voting for them. Instead, they're just mudslinging each other and calling each other names and saying what each other has done or not done or allegedly done. So. Yeah, mudslinging sucks. So recently, and I'm loving Bianca's role on our show, Frank. 
don't know what's the tepidity because when she speaks, she actually speaks amazingly. But I don't know if it's that she's actually still having mic problems or not, but the chat is her friend. Well, she's become the chat queen. She, the chat is her friend, and I actually didn't know this about Chris Pratt. Has anyone heard about the fact that Chris Pratt is, Chris Pratt is noncommittal about who he's supporting for president, wow. and he's getting yeah. criticized for it? So yeah. he's not telling you who he's voting for, and he's getting criticized for it. All right, so then criticize me, bro. I ain't telling you who I'm voting for. It's none of your damn business. Like I told the Latinx, nunya, nunya, nunya damn business. And here's the funny part. I don't care who you're voting for. You know what I care about? If you're voting, please vote. Man, Alicia, I thought you were voting already. Like, are you actually, she's so, you just shy of it or do you miss by a bit? Oh, you missed by a little bit, by a month. Hmm. Just get out there and vote. After that, it's your choice, and it's beautiful that you're exercising it. Why can't we have that conversation? So we expounded a little bit on the mudslinging, young Yandy. Because I firmly believe, as free as this society is, if we don't do something about how these future campaigns go, from the president all the way down to local politics, we're going to have an issue in this country. This is not even bad for morale. This is bad for business, guys. Correct. Okay? You are telling me that somebody, you have to point out somebody's flaws to accentuate your virtues. So I got to tell you what's wrong with you so that I can feel better about myself. We figured out the Arizona senator is so insensitive. What was her name, Frank? Actually, I don't care what her name is. Former pilot, and she does these ads where she takes some sort of foreign plane and puts the Air Force logo on it. Like, totally insensitive moves that this woman has done, all for that $160,000 a year salary, which I found to be very high for a senator in Arizona, but whatever. I guess every man or woman has their price, I say. But I'm sorry. I'm not in the business of pointing out what sucks about you. We all have things that suck about us. So we need to grab a hold of this, young Yendi, because I believe you need to run these campaigns on people's virtues. Are you proposing campaign reform and regulation? Yep. So who's going to watch the watchdogs? That's always been the, the problem here. Like, who's watching the watchers? Are we've, they being, we've experienced are they, are the they being watched years, now? The are watchers. They, but are they being watched now? And my, I think my bigger question isn't about watchdog. This is a very simple thing that you know where it starts from? You impose the power on the media outlets. And you explain to them, this is not censorship, but this is not allowed. The same way you can't put an ad of somebody smoking a cigarette, you need to find a way to make sure that campaigns are run on people's virtues. I'm your best candidate to serve you as a public servant because here are my virtues. There's a seemingly misconception, a big misconception, that what's on cable are news channels. And those are not... Those are not news channels. Those are privately owned media corporations that have agendas. The only thing that's real news is if you find sources on Associated Press, you know, all the public news stations that are unbiased. But right now, there's a big misconception as to what is news and what is yeah, not. Yeah, but hold on. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to actually disagree with you gently on that because are you implying that NBC, CBS, ABC are part of those paid platforms? Viacom is a big private, ent- or no, a big corporation. I gotta, a be, lot of- I, I gotta be honest with you. In a, in a country that's supposed to be free and bipartisan, 
Like, I want all of them to have their stations, and they're all news sources. I'm, I don't know what motivates them. I don't know what funds them. And you may be right factually about some of the things you're saying. But those are, those right, are, I'm, I'm those are news sources. I'm not saying I'm an expert or anything, but no, just but based those on are what news, I've observed. Right, but they're news sources at the end of the day, and they're news sources that we have been accustomed to listening to for a very long time. So the but how many source, of these sources in the last couple of weeks or months have given us false information? Then you've got to hold your hand to the fire on stuff like that, don't you? It, it, part of the problem is when you have somebody up top claiming that everything's a hoax. Correct. That's a problem. He misrepresents the party I'm registered for. Grossly. I say I don't talk politics, but we're 13 days out from an election. I'm sorry if it bleeds in the next couple of weeks. I just feel like I think, and, and I'm sorry for this kind of pessimistic view about politics and campaigning and all that stuff, but I feel right now that whoever's in charge, we're at a, at a loss. We need to just wash and start all over again. And these young children that are here with us, they, they're the ones that, that have a chance to actually shape the future and build the new platform as far as elections and politics and governance. I mean, we have to have faith and hope and got to teach these young people to move forward. So the thing with the Chris Pratt thing is everything that's wrong with America right now. So right. Um, he's being accused of being a Trump supporter. And since everybody's jumping on this bandwagon that he's a Trump supporter, now everybody's pretty much just dissing him out. Um, and pretty much the only fact that they have is the Avengers got together to do a Biden campaign to try to raise some money for the Biden campaign. And he didn't and he didn't appear. He didn't show up. So everybody's going at him. So now they've taken it a step fo forward and they and they put a poll out there yesterday and says which Chris has to go. What one Hollywood Chris that has to go. So everybody voted for him that he that they can live without him in Hollywood. So he's being dimmed now as the least famous Chris in Hollywood. If you study back in the 50s, the communist tribunes, Hollywood had a huge role in that. And it, traditionally, it seems as if Hollywood influences a lot of uh, mass thinking. Um, but aside from that, as far as campaign election reforms, what do you guys know about Citizens United, the Citizens United decision uh, that was uh, 10 years ago decided by the Supreme Court? Many claim that that is one of the most disastrous pieces of legislation that has to do with campaign elections. Well, I necessarily don't know enough about that, and that sort of is is kind of out of my out of my scope. My problem is is I turn on the TV to watch TV, and if every other commercial is somebody muscling in somebody else, I, there's a particular campaign where there's I, there's someone who's running for an office who has no platform. I don't understand this person's platform. I watched their ad yesterday. And it's an overly produced, with zero facts. Mm -hmm. I know who you're talking about. Platform. This person better not win. This person cannot win. The other person's on the streets, rolling up their sleeves. They're both part of of local government. And 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 the one of them is on the streets, working and working and working and working, and the other ones can't. I can't. To this day, I don't know what that person's position is. Now, to his or his defense, now that I've given it to mail, I don't think he's really gotten into mudslinging. God bless him for not doing that. But it's like, I think these are things that need to be thought out better. You can't treat these things like marketing strategies because you're affecting the psyche of an American public that all over the country, all 50 states, has to consume these ads. That is brilliant what you just said about marketing strategies because that's the theory I've always had. 
we shouldn't treat this as a marketing project. But this the people is behind these campaigns country. are doing just that. In fact, these are people who are formerly, who, who are former marketing directors and people who, who are, in some cases, social media influencers. No, no, it's a political campaign where there's strategies and numbers and demographics that you have to be smart about and you have to strategize around. And the bottom line is your candidate has to hit the streets and be ready to serve the public. And when giving me a reason why I should vote for that person, it's not about telling me what's wrong with the other person. Well, you can't vote for Young Yendi because Young Yendi has, she's got, well, I don't know if you know this, but she's got 11 toes. And when you have 11 toes, you, I don't know, you know, oh yeah? And then Young Yendi goes, well, I'm not sure if you know this, but did you know that Milian has web feet? Oh yeah? Then what are we, well, your mom, well, you're ugly and your mom dresses you funny. Oh, yeah? I'm rubber, you're glue. What you say bounces off me and sticks to you. Nanny, nanny, boo, boo. <laughs> what the hell are we doing? Hey, I looked into this oligarch thing with Mukar Sao Paulo. Here's where Yendi's going to get mad at me. I did my research, Frank. You ready for this? So Debbie Mukar Sao Paulo is married to an attorney. This attorney works for a firm which represents a company that this Russian oligarch is a minority owner in. What, what, what? Why am I watching the ads that I'm watching? Is that a misrepresentation of the facts? I'll judge it based on that. To me, that's still weird. Let me judge, but through the truth. Don't feed me some bullcrap as an ad that costs money, that fuels an economy and an industry, and the collateral damage, as usual, is the American public. Oh, who cares? COVID, nothing's going to happen. 225,000 deaths later. Oh, let's warp the imagination of our, young, of our youth. Let's make them think things that are, are not supposed to be are good. So now we teach our youngsters that if you're going to argue with somebody, you mudsling at them. Yo, dog, I don't know about you, bro, but that uni bro you got kicking, bro. Like, really, dog? <laughs> then all the friends like, so, so we're back to the bullying. We're back to the stupidities. Well, it, it felt like that was the whole first debate, pretty much, between Trump and Biden. That was an embarrassment. Both of them. Shut up, man. And the other guy just kept going and going. One not presidential, the other one getting rattled. I don't want to hear you, you know? How sad have no, we fallen so no, far? No, you two freaking old farts, shut up. Both of you, shut your freaking mouths. Idiots. Moron. Both of you are grandparents to kids that are generation's ears. Ask them where you're failing. Both of you. Idiots. That's what's running our country. Come on, man. I'm not supposed to be upset about that. My kids are all grown up. They laugh at it with me. You've got a nine-year-old watching this. You can't DVR the news. Like you, TV's on and you see it over and over and over and over and over and over again. Oh, my God. All right, so I'm watching my student friend. This is a very funny slam radio moment. 
All right, why is that? I'm watching the terror in the eyes of the three students that are here in studio. One took off. <laughs> well, but it was not me. Well, he didn't take off. He went to go work with you. Yeah, but he came on this side of the glass. Okay, but but no, they're not scared of me. They're looking behind me. I thought I was saying something wrong. Oh, like a tornado outside? Yeah, no, it's mortifying what's outside. It's a great word. Who just used it? Fantastic word, because that's exactly where I was going with it. Santi. That's a good word, Santi. Well, I use that word. I have a feeling because I think Santi lives nearby, so he sees the mortifying I'm seeing. This is the it's apocalypse. Two, two blocks away. <laughs> if you are Yeah, my lights movie, keep going out. Yeah, <laughs> that it, is not the move. What is up with this rain? <laughs> if you're I'll making a movie me. of the end of the world, today's a good filming day. Today's I have been up all filming. night and is, has not stopped at all. Well, I made, a, I made a very big mistake last night. After dinner, I, w I was at my cousin's house three doors down, and I was offered a Cuban coffee. And you know, in our Cuban culture, we just drink it. It's been a long time since I've been drinking coffee at night. I, don't, I used to very commonly go out for a late-night coffee, and I felt like it never really affected whether That's I would stay That's old-school Cuban stuff. Yeah, but I could drink that and go to bed once upon a time, but I've, yeah, my I've grandpa stopped was doing that. And it's been years. It's been maybe four, five, six years since I've done that. Um, so yesterday I get offered and I take my Cuban coffee. I, mind you, I, sh I share a colada daily with Frank. So I have my Cuban intake. So this is just, but then I, I take That's it. what she said. That was funny. That was good. Good job, uh, Mike. That was funny. That was, that was well-timed. I was waiting for the whistle. I'll continue. Um... I have this coffee, and guess who couldn't sleep last night? Two hours I slept. I had to force myself to go to sleep. Wired, watching that show's creek. You know what I mean. Oh, there you're watching baseball. I watched baseball, then I watched it's creek. Then I said it. It's the name of a place. It's the name. Of, it's the name of the show. I'm not going to. I watched Shit's Creek. There, I said it. It's a noun. And I couldn't go to sleep, so I got to be weatherman for the evening because it sounded like all the be damned with all the thunder and the rain, and it, it, it was apocalyptic last night as well. Very, very, uh, very interesting. Anyway, I digress. Um, Frank, before we go to break, I know I was going and rambling on the whole politics thing. Um, have you ever been in a circle of people where they've asked you, and the kids don't can't answer this one, Yendi and you can't answer this, where they've flat out asked you who you're going to vote for? Yeah, actually I have. So I had an uncomfortable moment yesterday with my mother-in-law. God bless her, she's the best. So you got serious with her? No, she was just sitting on my counter and I was doing something. It might have been two days ago. You gave her a serious answer? Well. That was mistake number one. I didn't give her a serious Let me say the story so you understand what happened. So I guess one of these ads had come on, literally. It was six-ish or so, and she starts, I, I just want this all to end already. I hate when they're doing these elections and all these other things. So you get my attention when you say that because I'm not particularly a big fan of all this. So I go, yeah. And I made the comment. I made the mistake of saying, at this point, I don't care who wins. I just want to know who wins so I know what my next move is. Brother, immediately she says to me, well, I really, from the bottom of my heart, hope you're not voting for so-and-so. See, I kept her anonymous anyway. So I smiled at her. I said, what'd you say? 
And she starts to giggle. Mind you, I've known this woman 25 years. She's never talked politics with me. So she smiles and says, she goes, I just hope that you would not vote for so-and-so. And I said, well, I guess I'm going to have to wait till election day to find out. I told her just like that. I'll find out on the day of the elections. So she looked at me sideways because in her mind she's thinking, this guy's not going to vote for who I want him to vote for, who I'm going to vote for. I, my mother-in-law, God bless her, and she made me feel uncomfortable with the question. And I said, man, there are people who actually have it to ask that question. That's a rude question to ask. You deflect it quickly when they go, I hope you're not voting for that man. And you go, no, I'm not. And go, who are you voting for? Yoda. And you give her a random answer. And you, they, and you deflect it immediately because they right away know that you're not yeah. being serious. You know who does that to me all the time? My mom. She's like, you better vote for X, Y, Z. I go, Mom, I'm going to vote for whoever I want. She goes, well, you better vote for this person. I go, okay, I already have in mind who I'm going to vote for. You're not going to change my mind. Who are you voting for? Bill Kamal. So I think, oh, what do you, <laughs> do you guys remember Kamal? when it was rude to talk about politics what and religion? Do you mean, Bill Kamal, man. You always, when you have to think of potshots, you think it at Bill Kamal every time. The guy's so 15 yeah, years ago. About Bill, Kamal. Bill Kamal, it's so, it's so strange that you do that. It's so funny, though. Oh, I'm not going to say anything about him other than it. it's just so I'm random. voting for Larry the Amigo Milian. You're going to vote for me? Thank you very much. You already got your A, bro. Let it up. Yeah, yeah. You already, <laughs> earned, you already earned your A. It's not like past semesters. You earned it already. You're good. So it's crazy because I've done a lot of work politically in South Florida the last 10 years, and I've never seen anything like what's going on now. Doesn't it seem like every four years we say the exact same words? Uh, yes. I've never seen anything like what I've been seeing now. I don't doubt it. It's crazy. It's, well, not... And as a, a conservative... Um, oh, you're, I a, guess, you're a conservative? I'm conservative. Oh. M mind you, I didn't call a party affiliation. I said a type of thing. Oh, wait, there it is. Yep, I just got the email. Thinker. You heard it right there. I just got the email. Yep, Yandy's a conservative. I'm sorry. They, it's a little slow. The Wi-Fi is a little slow, but I got you heard it. I got the email there, so we're good. Oh, Yenny, let's no, go out to the my, my point is that even as someone on one side of the fence, it, there's still division from that side of the fence. Uh, I stick out amongst the current conservatives. Yeah, I don't. I stick out. It doesn't matter what. It doesn't matter what group I'm with. They they don't like what I represent. That's why I've always been no party affiliation. But you know, thank you, Marco. I haven't gotten been able to change that back. But I am. I'm a Republican right now. Don't judge that, though. <laughs> we have a phone call. I'm almost afraid. You're on Good Morning, Amigo. We know who Larry's voting for. Oh, Breaking uh -oh. news. <laughs> y'all, we missed you yesterday, y'all. We missed you yesterday. Hey, I got to make that money. Got to make it rain. Hey, someone's got to pay your bills. So I got you. Larry. Right. Yes, how are you Oh, How's everything? So happy. I'm like happier than a pig and you know what right now. You have to be happy. Your son is the starting quarterback of the Miami Dolphins. It's unbelievable, bro. It's I incredible. You. I figured out what the problem is. You're mad at him because he hasn't really given you tickets to the game. But I found out that he actually went ahead and couriered over two tickets to the Rams game next week, and you'll be attending your son's game. It's amazing, bro. I love it. Is that who, is that I, who he was FaceTiming when he sat on the 15-yard line? Yeah, there it is. He was FaceTiming I, all. That's who it was. And I was playing the I, charade on our show. 
Guys, I can post a picture. You can see the resemblance. There's no doubt about it. You can see it. It's I don't know if it's in the eyes or what Frank, it is. <laughs> let, Frank, let's get Maury. We, we need Maury. We oh, need DNA test. You are the father. <laughs> <laughs> Little Maury. I bet you'll feel that test. But so, so you're so happy now that your your prodigal son is oh, a starting quarterback. Oh, I, I'm so excited. That's why I had to call in. I, I can't wait for two weeks to tell you I told you so. By the way, I told you so. By the way, I told you so. By the way, I told you so. Frank, I hope you're recording this. I told you so. So he's going to go nine for about 27. He's going to go for about maybe 106 yards. He's going to rush for probably 43 yards. Ouch. And I don't think he makes the game because – there's that guy on the other side named Aaron Donald. Oh, you know, you saw him on Hard Knocks, right, what he does? And then he plays football, bro. Yeah, there's another guy named Jalen Ramsey. So, mm -hmm. What about Jalen? I don't think it's the best opening game, starting game for him. You know, statistically, you're going to mess up the guy's self-esteem, you know, and his ego. So let but, me ask you a question. Do you think, uh, on an honest note, because you, you're kind of – in football, do you, do you think this is a bad move? I think this is a terrible move. Like I think they didn't, they should not have done this. All serious, all seriousness. I, all I, I, no, no, no. All BS, all BS aside, legit one hundred. I think their hand got forced because remember, due to all the COVID games missing, the Dolphins technically bye week was supposed to be like ten eleven, and okay. then they they moved it all around and stuff like that, and they bounced it now to this weekend. So the I, I guess what the Dolphins were projecting was, oh, we'll wait till you know, the second half of the season, you know, the last quarter, the last four games, and see more or less what we got. But now, you know, they moved them. So, obviously, you know, you have four picks, you know, two first-rounders, two second-rounders in next year's draft. You kind of know if this is the guy or not, especially with, you know, potentially Trevor coming out next year. But, you know, we'll just have to wait and see. I wish him well, and hopefully, you know, hopefully the Dolphins finally get it right because, you know, for every, you know, you still have, you know, the ghost of Tannehill, which, by the way, is undefeated and, you know, isn't it crazy that over the last 17 games he's put up the same numbers yeah. as Mahomes? That's nuts. And, and remember this. This is a stigma the Dolphins have had for the past, like, shoot, 20, 30 years that every player who picks up and leaves goes on to have extraordinary careers, you know, in other teams. And, and Tannehill right now is being the, the, the latest example. So I really hope they got it right because, you know, you always have, you know, reaching for Tannehill at eight, you know, Dion Jordan at three. You know, don't forget, you know, your favorite draft pick of all time. Who's Jamal that? Jamal Fletcher. Oh, Jamal oh, Fletcher. Oh. You remember how upset I got? <laughs> or, or actually, I think that's a tie because remember, you also have, was it, was it uh, Kumro? Oh, the Kumro one. I was at the Herald when they did the Kumro pick. And I fell off my chair. But I, I literally fell off my chair. I said, who is that? I'll never, I've said this story a thousand times to you, Tyler. We're in there, we're waiting, we're all there at the desk, all the main guys at the Herald waiting, watching my TVs. It, it's Tito, so I'll put respect on my name, okay? Tito. Oh. By the way, and when they say, with the whatever pick, the Miami Dolphins select Eric Kumaro from Ohio State University, University of Ohio State, or Ohio State University, the Ohio State University, the entire place collectively went. Who? It was nuts. So anyway, but let's but let's do this. There's ten games. There's ten games now. Now he's a starter, so I'll refresh your memory. You want to put the chilies on it or not? What is it? What's what's the proposed bet here, Octavio? 
does he have a winning season? Does he have a winning record the next ten games? Well, he's already one and zero, right? No, no. He played in a game like that baseball. they won. No, but he 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 didn't even have enough snaps to qualify. He oh, but he got the save. save then. He got the save. No, no, because how many how many pitchers how many batters do you have to see in baseball? Face, you what don't. Is it like? You don't. You just have to. I mean, you, you don't. No. You get the save if you come in late in the game. You get the save. No, don't you have to get at least like three outs or something like just that? Just has to be. If it's a big lead, you don't get the save. Oh yeah, that's right. They killed the Niners. It was a big lead. Yeah, it's not a save opportunity. Thank you. Thank you. And plus, you played three games, two for two. All right. So what? Yards. What? What are we? What are we wagering here? Because I'm already running late. We'll make it real simple. We'll make it simple. Does he go better than 500 the next 10 games? So you want him to go six and four? Something Fitzpatrick didn't do? No, man. That's a bad bet. I'm sorry. You're gonna have to come up with something better than that. Sorry. I'm just trying to. I'm trying to make it as simple as possible. This way, you know, if he sit, if he sucks, but the defense stands up, he's still gonna get the credit for the W, right? So I'm trying to make it as slanted and as, and as generous as possible. We got a little way, over a week to come up with something better than that one. I, I, I'm giving you my option. I, I'm giving it to you right there. I think, Frank, what do you think, Frank? Yeah, what do you think? That's more than fair. I think it's kind of fair, man, because he's right. I, he can suck yeah, it up. What happens if he have a great five, running right? game and all of a sudden the Dolphins can win? What happens with five and five? Five and five, you, we, we go Dutch. <laughs> <laughs> Oh look! Look, if we go five and five, then y'all get to pick the menu. Who gets yay. to pick the menu? Okay. Who gets Not to pick the menu? Yeah. Yeah. Is that what you're calling her now? Yeah. Yeah. Yandy Alvarez. Yeah. Why? Yeah. Okay. Bueno. I go with what Davi says. Davi knows football. Okay. Bueno, pues entonces, yeah. See you later, bro. Hey. <laughs> oh, you got. I'm out. I'm out. I'm not like your voting will be in, in a couple of weeks. Oh, you did better oh. yesterday. You did better yesterday. Yesterday was really good. Yesterday Bye, Octavio. Was... I'll see you later, T-I-T-O. He's gone. So are we. We'll be back. Hey, look what I found. A radio. Radio. This is Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio. This is Jarvis Landry, and you're listening to Slam Radio. And now we're back with Good Morning Amigo on Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio. Brady Papinga Loco! <laughs> Brady Papinga's Loco! Brady Papinga's Loco! That's the song about the football player Brady Papinga, right? Yeah, yeah. Right? Uh-huh. No? Yandy turned off her camera. I think I embarrassed her. She ran away. Yandy will be all right. Good Morning Amigo, Sirius XM 145. Well, Ricky, <laughs> Ricky Martin's like a legend. He is. He really is. You know he's an act too. Well, I mean, yeah, I do. You, did you ever see that Versace? Um, I guess uh, TV. I, I saw it. I mean, I don't think he did a great job at that. But yeah, yeah, I mean, good. I guess I mean, that's he didn't have acting. a big role, but he's pretty good. Why do I hear the song in the background still? There it is. Upside, inside out, living la vida loca. Yeah, he's a legend in my crib, bro. My wife and daughter have met him like four times. Really? Yeah, my, my daughter even made him a bracelet once. Come on, get out of here. What are they, like friends? They're on first name basis? No, every event that he would do, they'd go stand in line and go see him. Come on, really? He's one of those? They were super fans of Ricky Martin? So... My wife was a fan of Menudo. 
I'll let that sit there for a minute. And, you know, I guess in the same way Anthony's a Yankee fan, Amanda became a Ricky Martin fan. So, you know, when Ricky Martin would do a book signing at Books and Books, who would stand in line for three hours to get a book signed and a picture with him? Come on now. My wife and my daughter. So no Ricky Martin jokes around your wife or your daughter? Oh, I make them all the time, but whatever. Uh, yeah, but you're Larry. You're, I mean. Well, like, so, like, it's, it's just interesting because he is, to me, the single greatest entertainer of our time. And I get told I'm crazy. Because if you go to a live performance of Ricky, like I've seen him live when I saw him at the first ever live musical event here at Marlins Park when I was a part of the great Spanish Broadcasting System team. And we put on a, a fantastic, and I say we very flippantly, they put it on. <laughs> I was like, no, Part of the do? team that watched and enjoyed people like Willie Colon and, and Ricky Martin and others perform on that stage. It was a little echoey in that place, but we learned a lot that day. Mm -hmm. But Ricky started the show. It's pretty thick, right? Never seen him live. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. So, like, as far as from an entertainer standpoint, like, you know, a lot of people will tell you, oh, Frank Sinatra is not the greatest of all time. Yeah, but that's why people used to pay all that money to go see him live. It was something about him. Well, that guy, I think, is Mark Anthony. Not anymore. You No, hold on a minute. I think so. He still sells out back-to-back -back nights in Miami. Of course he does, because it's Miami. So? Who would you rather see, Ricky Martin or Mark Anthony? Mark Anthony. I'd rather see Ricky Martin. Mark Anthony has more 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 hits. I'd absolutely want to see, and I like Mark Anthony better than Ricky. Ricky Martin's concert's gonna last twenty five minutes. Mark Anthony. I think I. Oh boy. He's gonna sing Maria Maria. He's gonna sing Tu y Yo. He's gonna sing Living La Vida Loca and that little slow song he did with Christina Aguilera. And he's gonna be like, Ya me fui, and he's gonna bounce. All right, I need my Padawans to chime in. Alicia, who would you rather go see? Mark Anthony for sure. Like who's Ricky Martin? One point Who's Ricky Martin? I'm just kidding, but like, okay. I'd rather go see Mark <laughs> Anthony than... So I'm going to rethink this only because I am a pretty big... Like, I'm downplaying my love for Mark Anthony here right now. I'm being a jerk because I'm actually a huge fan of his. Huge fan of his. In fact, I'm a bigger fan of Mark Anthony's 10 times over than I am of Ricky Martin. I acknowledge Ricky Martin's power on the stage. I believe it's dynamic. I love the show Mark Anthony puts on, but... I mean, it's the same move. It's the same. Who's opening for who? Is Ricky opening for Mark or is Mark opening for Ricky? I think Mark's opening for Ricky. You're out of your mind, bro. <laughs> You're out of your mind. There's no way. They don't even stand in the same mountain. Oh, wow. Okay. Are you sure about that? I'm, I'm really sure about that. I'm going to have to do a sports stats thing do with it. you. Four songs. He's going to come out saying the, the he's going to hype. He's going to come out on his concert, hype everybody up with a, do we yo, aye, aye, aye. And then he's going to go to Maria. And then he's gonna go to Living La Vida Loca. And then he's gonna do the um, She's All I Ever Had. That's it. That's that's his entire concert. Miami, I love you. I give you an mark. And he's gonna walk off stage. I don't know, man. Like I know that he did some song for some. I don't know. I think it was a soccer tournament they play every once in a while. It's That's the do we yo I, 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 Come on, man. Pay attention. That's how he's opening his concert. Mm -hmm. All right. Man, he has a lot of hits, brother. I'm just saying. He's got a lot of hits. I don't know what you guys are talking about. Mark Anthony, I think, has more. I think here in Miami, Mark Anthony is more of a legend. Yep. 
He is. There's no like doubt literally him. everybody goes to his concert when he's here. He's like one of the only people to sell out in Miami. So that explains a lot. Ricky Martin fizzled out a very long time ago, bro. Like he just like fizzles. That little disappearing meme with the little diamonds, that's him. As he went away, bye-bye. Mark Anthony's still a legend around here, man. Come on, it's hard to sell a, 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 an NBA arena, and he does it every year, the same weekend, Friday and Saturday night. You realize that Ricky Martin's career has spanned a much longer period of time than Mark Anthony's. Yeah, because he started younger. That's like saying LeBron's career spanned longer than Jordan's career. It's because he started younger. I have a feeling, I have a feeling that that's not accurate. He was in Menudo. How old was he when he was in Menudo? Like eight years old? It was in the 80s. That means he's he started younger. But I'm going to exclude Menudo because that was a boy band. His solo career goes back way, at least as far back as Mark Anthony's has. But he's a humanitarian to the level that nobody knows. And it has nothing to do with being an entertainer, but... but when you want to be putting someone on a pedestal or saying who's a bigger star, like it's hard to ignore Ricky Martin's star factor. You might be right on a stage, but I like I I get it. I, Ricky used to do soap operas. I don't know if you remember that or not. He was on the Love Boat once for crying out loud. That's crazy. Um, two Grammys, four Latin Grammys. Five MTV Video Music Awards, three Billboard Music Awards, nine Billboard Latin Music Awards, two music American Music Awards, two Latin American Music Awards, and he's been Emmy nominated. I'm wondering what Mark Anthony's numbers are. Bro, you do realize that Mark Anthony produced Menudo music, right? So then who's been in the game longer? Mark Anthony. Mark Anthony's my age. Mark okay. Anthony's three weeks older than me. Okay. Ricky Martin's older than me. I'm almost certain of that. I don't know about that. I think you're wrong. I think Ricky Martin's like 48. He's 48. Boom. All right, so I'm wrong. Mark Anthony's three years older than him. And I didn't even look that up, dude. I looked at that's off the dome. I know there was no way that Mark Anthony's. You gotta get one right once in a while, brother. Yeah, fair enough. That's why you shoot your shots. I got it. Shooter's always gonna shoot, right? It's a life lesson. Shooter's always going to shoot. Um, I'm telling you, you can look it up, but Mark Anthony has not won the amount of awards that our boy Ricky Martin has. I'm just telling you. So now it's about awards, right? No, it's not about awards. Now it's, hold on, now it's about, about awards because when we talk about Dan Marino, it's not about awards. So now all of a sudden it's about awards. I'm just saying. Uh, all right. You're an entertainer. Okay. And you're the top of I just, hey, hold on. I just want to keep it straight around here. I got to keep it in check. You said, you've always said it's not about awards. Now all of a sudden it's a about lot awards. Of awards. Okay, it's a lot of awards. It's a lot of awards. And I'm going to mind my business because I don't even know who the heck you are anymore. It's a lot of awards. A lot of awards, man. I don't know what to tell you. It's a bunch of them. And, you know, Mark Anthony, not so many. I'm just throwing it out there, man. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to hurt anybody's feelings. You don't have to be sorry for anything. It's not like a, I'm the guy that fell asleep during a Mark Anthony concert. Why would you do something like that? Because I was bored. I'm sure that went over well. Oh, my wife still holds it. Still holds me again. Well, what's the word I'm trying to say? She holds it against you. Thank you. Much. Yeah, all the time. She always brings it up. You're the guy that fell asleep at the concert. Who fell asleep at a concert? I'm like this guy when he's not interested in the music. 
Yep. Latin Grammy Award for Record of the Year he won. He, how many Grammys? Oh, I'm wrong. 12 Billboard Latin Music Awards. Three Billboard Awards? Yeah, but I don't see any Grammys here. How many Grammys? He received his first Grammy. How many Grammys does he have? Who's that? Mark Anthony. Looks like three. So, yeah, I mean, if you, gosh, they have both their merit. They both have their merit, but I think you're just forgetting back in the day how big this guy was. Frankie Martin was worldwide, kid. Like, it was. He's been nominated for seven. He's won three. I was right on the three. Well, that's one more than Ricky Martin. Who's top dog now? Yeah, that's one more than Ricky. Ricky's only got two Grammys. That's crazy. All right, well, Ricky Martin has a day in New York City named after him. Oh. Ooh. What, the Puerto Rican Day Parade? Uh, no, June 7th, actually. I'm not sure why. But Is that the day of the Puerto Rican Day Parade? No. <laughs> you got jokes, don't you? You got jokes. Yeah. Anyway, dude, I do want to talk about a story that I saw in the news yesterday. And, well, I'm not really sure what to make of it, right? So on Channel 7 here, WSVN here, one of our local affiliates, they show a Miami mom grabbing her gun during a home invasion and getting to a shootout. But the ironic or the very unique thing about her shootout is that she did it without any pants on. Who doesn't have any pants on? Lady, you need to see this video. I can't make this up. I cannot make this up. I've got to imagine that at some point they're it's going they're going crazy on the internet somewhere over this. Because the video comes out and you see clearly she is shooting at these people. She screams at them to please not shoot that her kids are in the room and they shot anyway. And, oh, I saw that. And Ansley Pacheco was shot at six times. But homegirl didn't care. And if you see the video, she, she goes, cocks the gun and cocks the gun back. <laughs> boo, boo, boo. I, I, I invite you to see it. I am going to retweet it on my Twitter at the Amigo. And I will I will find somewhere. Typical look of one of those Miami girls you do not want to mess with. Gotta love the Second Amendment. She looked crazy. <laughs> I was sitting on the street and I look at her. Hey, don't mess with that girl. Mira, esa es loca, mira. I don't know about loca, man, but she... she Hardcore, bro. That's crazy. But, uh, all kidding aside, she could have been killed in that. She could have absolutely been killed. It's That's not. why I said she's one of those crazy Miami girls. <sighs> anyway. Frank, is it, is it break time yet? It's almost break time, right? You're almost there. I'm almost there. So before I go to break, do I do I have time before I go to break? To do what? Depends. What do you have time for? So I I want to embarrass somebody. Uh oh. So front page three hundred five does a show here mm -hmm. every Tuesday. Is that correct? Correct. So they did a show yesterday. Right. So you haven't been on the grades crunch. Have you either been on the air 
or in my computer finishing everything. Mm -hmm. So Walter Villa has called me a couple of times. Mm -hmm. So Walter Villa wants to talk. Mm -hmm. So I figure we should call him because he's texted me, calls me. Now he's calling me the Godfather. So I want to play a little prank on him. I want you to call him. Can you put an Italian accent on? An Italian accent where? Like a Goomba accent. Uh, uh, Walter, this is uh, Francis. You're calling from... Oh, my God. Hold on a minute. If you're going to laugh at my thing, at least I know I don't have a voice. Did you hear Lynn Martinez yesterday on the 530 News? She sounded hoarse. Oh, my God, bro. It was crazy what came out of her mouth. It was really bad. I have the video. I'll show you off here. Well, she did... uh, Doesn't she do Deco Drive? Um, Yeah, but before then, she does the 530 News. So well, even on Deco Drive at 7 o'clock, she was uh, it sounded terrible. Yo, it was really, really bad. Almost as bad as you. Well, I mean, I, we've known for the entire week that I've had no voice for it. I don't know why. I, I don't have a voice, but whatever. All right, so so do you have what it takes to... Uh... Hey, yo, Walter, this is Francis here with Good Morning Amigo. Want to talk to you. Yeah, the Don wants to talk to you. Can you do that? Do I mention Good Morning Amigo? Tell the Don, well, he's going to know it's you, so you just tell the Don. You got to sound like a tough guy. I'll sound like, all right, then I'll tell him Whoa, the Don wants to talk so, to you. Santi sounds a little tough guy. Say that again, Santi. You got to act like a tough guy. Hmm. That's what you said, tough guy. <laughs> right, I'm going to let Frank handle this only because you're on Zoom. So call Walter. We're going we're gonna to bust his chops a little bit since he's a Dodger fan also. He's probably happy. Probably why he's wired and he's calling me at all hours. What they do, baby. So I was referring to earlier before we have Walter come on. I started showing off a little bit, flexing. Here we go. Look at this. Here we go. As I go to get started, here's more mudslinging. There it is. Yep. One man's fault that there's dead fish in the bay. I know. I know. It's all that guy's fault. I don't even know who that guy is. Oh, gotta love these ads. This is so good. Why? Why subject us to it? It's so bad. Ugh. All right, so I guess you couldn't get in touch with them. All right. It would have been good because I'm just. Is he? Is he ready for? Is he ready for the Godfather? It's ringing. Hold on, it's ringing. It's ringing. Is he ready for the Godfather? He's not gonna answer. He doesn't know the number. Should know the number. He doesn't know the number. Yep, he's not going to answer. Oh, well. What a jerk. There you go. Oh, well. We need to talk about important stuff. Yeah, so that's why I'm going to go to breaks. So I can talk to my class about important stuff. On the other side, we'll be back. Good morning, amigos. Sirius XM 145. Hey, look what I found. A radio. Radio. This is Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio. Yo, Sway Calloway, Sway in the morning, world famous wake up show MTV. We worldwide. Welcome to Slam Radio. This is where they get busy. And now we're back with Good Morning Amigo on Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio. Oh, he's got some apologizing to do to me. Oh, don't take that song away. I don't want it to go anywhere. The season's almost over. No. We got to pay it anyway. Everybody. 
Put me in, coach. I'm ready to play today. Put me in, coach. I'm ready to play today. Me, I can be center field. Oh, I love it. Frank, make yourself the host, bro. My battery's about to die over here. I love that song. And when you hear that song on this show, it only means one. Our resident, our resident West Coast dude is on to talk some baseball. Jacob Brenner in the house. Jacob, you doubted them. How can I be more of a real Dodger fan than you? How's that even possible? Is it my Brooklyn roots? How did that happen? Our Dodgers won 8-3. to three. Uh, I, uh, You know, for me, I was looking at that as a very analytical had to come on to Good Morning Amigo and talk about whether or not the Los Angeles Dodgers had their best shot at making a comeback in the series. And it was my obligation to tell you no. I am surprised to see that they are where they are right now. And I'm happy for them. I'm glad that they've reached that point. But I did not see it coming. And I'm willing to take the lumps on the fact that I said that they wouldn't do it. I will say, though, before I hear it, before I hear it, I said that the Rays were going to win. You did. So I'm one for, I'm one for two. You're right. You're right. That, that's the, the, the tit for tat, like they call it. I'm not supposed to say it like that anymore, someone told me. So the toot for tat, I'll say instead, so you understand what I mean. However, Jacob Rudner, I will say this to you. The Amigo bump is always a good bump, right? The nudge. Once the Amigo puts his eye on you, it's like the Midas touch. Since that day, the Dodgers are 4-0. Dodgers now have a one-game-to-none lead in the World Series. It's best of seven, as always. Clayton Kershaw pitched masterfully. I want him to get off the schneid. I need him to get off the schneid. Game two tonight, 808. Thoughts? You know how I feel about these series. Not just in, uh, in basketball, but baseball the same. You know how I feel about it. If I you can get you up to all, you won. Uh, well, that didn't work out so well for the Braves, and no. I think that I think that the, the situation tonight is going to be the night where the Dodgers are most tested. You got Blake Snell on the mound for the Rays, and then you got this bullpen night for the Dodgers. Just, just that because how the things line up. You have Los Angeles with their bullpen day today, and as you and I have discussed before, and I believe we agreed on this one. That's not a good day for the Dodgers. The bullpen day is not a fun day if you live in Los Angeles or if you're in Dave Roberts' dugout. Uh, I think that this is going to be a tough one for Los Angeles. Now, if they hit the way they hit last night, then I think this will be smooth sailing of a series. I really do. And I think that it will be so highly uncontested if they can hit the way they hit last night that it won't matter who's on the mound. But I will say this, I think tonight will be their toughest, most competitive matchup of the series, maybe besides game four, depending on where the trajectory of the series takes us. But I believe tonight will be tough if the Dodgers do what they have done throughout the postseason, a toughie this evening. Blake Snell versus the bullpen. I guess Tony Gonsolin gets it started, right? He opens. He opens. 
It's like a soft open, right? <laughs> yeah, if this is a this is a two to three inning uh, event, and we will, he will hand it off for another two or three innings with somebody, and then it becomes matchup mania where Dave Roberts is required to bring out whoever he sees fit. Uh, we might see Julio Urias, although if I were the Dodgers, I would save him for a game four because he's been absolutely fantastic in the postseason. Uh, I think that tonight is the two young guns, Tony Gonzalez and Dustin May, plus bullpen. Jacob Rudner uh, joining us here on Good Morning Amigo, talking a little World Series. So, I, I listen, I heard Manfred say he's in favor of expanding the playoffs. You see, man? You see? You see, man? This is what I was afraid of, man. What did I tell you, though? What, what, have I, what, what is the one-liner that I have been rerunning every single time we have this conversation? It is money, we'll money, money. All of this is about the money. And by the way, baseball is doing fairly well in the ratings right now. Of so course. It's doing good. And, it, it, and you know what? The fact that it's there and the fact that Manfred has this, you know, this is kind of an eye candy moment for, for Rob Manfred. It's been a tough year. People have called for his job. There are players who are publicly calling for his job. And so to have this moment where his sport is doing well in the ratings, he's making his playoff money, his, the players are going to make their playoff money, by the way, and, and, and more players are going to make their playoff money. Why? Because he expanded the playoffs. And so the question becomes, is does he do this in the future or some version of it? And quite frankly, like I had predicted, I thought all along it's very possible. I personally don't like it. I'm on, I'm on that page with you as well. But I will tell you this. I have long seen coming the possibility that he was going to expand the playoffs. Why? Because it's more lucrative. And that's what baseball wants to be. Baseball wants to be a long-time standing, highly rich, high-money sport. And this is another avenue for them to be that. Jacob? I get that you have to learn and grow with the times. Once upon a time, it was a pasty Bob Costas not wanting the 97 Marlins to win because they were a wild card team. I got it. I, you know, I know I don't want to be that guy. Uh, I just see that other sports, have their postseasons have become vanilla through expansion of their postseason. And I think that one of the things that made baseball so unique was that exclusivity. But I understand that the almighty dollar at the end of the day plays a role. And we must be honest here. Like... This was a bit entertaining, these playoffs. This, this, oh, it was fun. This was fun. This was exciting. Um, if there were a way to satisfactorily do it so that a 29 and 31 team doesn't make the damn playoffs, right? That whole first week or 10 days of baseball where there's two, three, four games, three, four, five games a day, like it's just boom, 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 boom. Like that was, that was heaven. And I could see where that becomes fun. But I was making a point to Frank at the end of it all. I think where sometimes the World Series loses a little its luster is like any championship. It's, it's only two teams. Everybody else is watching because their teams are out. Now, a Super Bowl is three and a half hours of football. Solo national championship football in college. But the ones that go best of seven series, sometimes it's hard to garner national attention to that. And I'm just wondering, Rays, Dodgers, you're saying that ratings are better this year? 
Do you think this is good for business, this one? Or will we have been better with the Yankees, Dodgers? Will we have been better I mean, with, the, with the Dodgers and Astros, perhaps? I just raise uh, Rosarena and a bunch of guys. By the way, in Spanish, a Rosarena is a combination of rice and harina. And I'll be honest with you, if you have protein... I can't make this up for you Cuban listeners or Spanishes. Rice and sand. Right. No, and sand. Well, no, but arena, but arena, arena is a form of a of a starch that some old school campesino Cubans. Campesino is like uh like I don't want to use the word hillbilly, but you know, like country. Country Cubans will have their side. Some people have rice, right? Arroz. Some people have potatoes, right? Some old school Cubans like arena, because they also have otra vianda that they eat with it, like a starch of some sort. So I find it funny that guy's last name is Arrozarena. Those are both compliments of a dinner meal. So I just, you know. That's the only reason I remember his odd-ass name. Well, and, 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 you know, you bring up a good point. This is a, uh, I, I think the, the, the term I'm going to coin here is this is a 50% World Series. And it's 50% because the ratings that are being made up are by 50% of the teams that are being, uh, you know, featured at the moment. Uh, Tampa Bay is not exactly what I would go as far as to call a thriving baseball market. Uh, I don't know if you have watched a game at the Trop in the last couple of years, but it's quite a quiet, sad, lonely place uh, for those who are either in attendance or watching on television. I made a joke a couple days ago with a baseball writer who is currently at the World Series that I don't know if you guys heard about this, but the two teams who are at Globe Life Field right now the audio that plays of the fans just as supplemental noise, plus the, uh, the noises that you hear, the songs and the clapping, uh, it's all planned out to sound like it's at the home ballpark of each of the teams. So there's somebody there from the Dodgers who is in charge of playing the sounds as they would appear in Dodger Stadium. So, you know, the everybody clap your hands song appears at the right time. And there is an equal person for the Rays. And my question was, for the Rays, quote-unquote, home games, is it just quiet? It, do they just keep it quiet? They do keep it quiet. I've been there. Uh, they do keep it quiet, except when they go to the cowbells. When they go to the cowbells, then it becomes, simply put, the most annoying experience in mankind. Because they draw about 12,000 or so. They're right up there with the Marlins, maybe a little more. So it's not like you have a loud, raucous crowd cheering for this American League championship team. But how do they handle it? You guessed it. They do it the only way they know how, with a cowbell. And it's annoying as all the be damned, my friend. So the silence you hear is either they're getting shellacked 8-2 to two in the sixth inning, so there's nobody playing any cowbells, or it's a Wednesday night at the Trop where there's probably about 35 or 3,600 fans, and, and, and that's what goes on. Either way, there's no coincidence to the fact that the Tampa Bay Rays were best suited to win in this environment with no fans. They were already used to doing this, just like the Marlins were. No surprise, these teams that had terrible attendance did great. No crowd noise. They're used to it already. <laughs> the the, the 10,000 people in attendance are, I mean, it, that's, we're looking at 90% of their game attendance. This is this is a normal this is business for the Tampa Bay Rays. I just think that their biggest problem is that they're facing a team that it doesn't really matter how many fans are in attendance because they're just that good. You know what the segue I'm going to take with that is I want to talk about Mookie Betts and I want to talk about how good this guy is 
at doing everything. Defense, stealing bases, hitting the ball. It does not matter. He is fantastic. And my question to you is how big of a mistake did the Boston Red Sox make in trading him away? Oh, my God. How big a... So... I'll be very candid. I underestimated how good he was. Now, I knew he was a superstar. You don't put up the numbers you put up in Boston, and they're like, ah, oh, it's a fluke. It's a hoax. I'm not doing that. I didn't realize defensively what he was. There's nothing on the field he can't do. I, I didn't realize what a five-tool player he was until the last couple of years. He is an amazing baseball player. In fact, when Boston did it, I at first said, well, yeah, I'd keep JD. He's got a great stick. This guy is, is he might be the best player in baseball. He it might, is, he it, might be the best player in baseball. He, he, yeah. he, he, he's not there. He's in a list of four or five cats that can claim they may be that as well. It's a, it, it is a short list, and he could be at the top of it. Uh, obviously, Mike Trout has something to say about that. But th- this guy is unreal. And, and what's crazy about him, and I think Frank said it, is he can do everything. It's the defense. It's the base running. It's the hitting. What stood out to me last night was actually the pitch that he hit out to the opposite field off of Josh Fleming, a left-handed 24-year-old relief pitcher from the Tampa Bay Rays who had the unfortunate task of facing the top part of the Dodgers order last night and got shellacked doing so. He put a ball to the outside of the plate that was, you're not going to call it a bad pitch, it was a fine pitch. And this guy just flicks it out to right field, it's gone. He's robbing home runs he's snow cone catching baseballs at his feet he is you know yesterday he steals second makes it to third on another steal and then gets home on some excellent base running there really so far has not been a glaring hole in his game and last night more than ever i found myself watching the tv going to myself why in the world are you in los angeles why are you anywhere but Boston? Because I do firmly believe that he would have stayed in Boston if they gave him the money he wanted. I really do. I don't think he I wanted think to he go anywhere. I don't think he wanted to leave. Neither do I. And, and, and I think that the trade to Los Angeles is the best thing that ever happened to him because he realized that it is better in L.A. for him. And he is happy and he was excited to sign the deal before playing a game for them. But that also leads me to believe that this guy just wanted a team that wanted him for a long time and for a lot of money. Uh, in, in many Boston cases, though, that. Jacob, that's always the case. Like, look at that. That ends up being the reality of it all. Like Harper, as much as we made all, like we felt like Harper did it, cut himself short a little bit, going long term because he just wanted someone to want him long term. Because we figured out the numbers. Had he had gone with the shorter strategy and then come back four years later to do it, he probably would have made more money doing it. And right, yeah. Again, sometimes people just want to be wanted. <laughs> That's human, that's human nature. So even a superstar with a fragile ego wants to be wanted. Mookie Betts, he's wanted in L.A. He's right now needed in L.A. In fact, I think he's the piece that makes the difference. That's why I've said all along that I think the Dodgers are going to win the World Series. I, I'll stick to it. I'm so happy. I know we have a, we, we have a game two tonight at 8.08. Then Thursday's a travel day. That's a joke, by the way. <laughs> that was Good. a joke. And it's a day off. They're going to play in the same place. It's not a really a travel day, but it's a travel day. And they get back on the hill Friday for game three. So that means that you and I will get to talk on Friday about game three and a series where the Dodgers will at that point lead two games to nil. Remember I said it. Uh, and you know what? I don't disagree with you. I think that it's, it's 
deep in the realm of possibility. I, I, all I'm saying is that tonight, if you are a, uh, if you're going to watch critically, tonight's the hardest game for the Dodgers. And, and by the way, if they pull off the win this evening, you and I are, are thinking the same thing. I think. Yes. I think tonight's that tonight. if they win, I really believe that we can play the theme to Bewitched and everything. I, I'm telling you, they're a better ball club. I've been saying they're just a better ball club than the Rays. You can give me all the dimensions where their arms throw from. They're not, they are a very talented baseball team that cannot keep up with the Dodgers. Three of the last four years they've won the National League Championship and been to the World Series. They cannot keep up with that team. It, it's a good team. It's a long overdue team. I think that that's also something that not enough people are talking about is that, you know, I, I feel like it's such a common theme in this World Series that it's actually getting swept under the rug. And it's that the, these, these Dodgers, they, they, they want it. They want it differently than I think they wanted it two years ago and far differently than they wanted it before that because nothing makes you want something more than not getting it and being there twice. And I think that that serves as a deep motivation because the majority of this roster is the same roster as the last it, it really years. is. It's well, again adding Mookie Betts. I think <laughs> I really believe it's and it's, that's the difference. Yeah, I believe it's a huge difference. All right, brother, I'm going to let you go. Thank you for jumping on. Go Dodgers. I made a decision. I will not buy the L.A. Dodgers cap. I'm going with the Brooklyn Dodgers cap. Okay. I'm put in the order today. That means game two will be capless. I'm praying to God that it'll be a two-zero series, um, and then I can probably don my Brooklyn Dodger hat and faithfully do so without getting any reproach. If you know what I mean. Well, you know, you're the you're the resident Brooklyn guy, so yeah. You, I can uh, pull that off. Do I don't think I can do. pull off the LA thing, though. I think some Yankee fan friends of mine will get pissed if I'm wearing a Dodger cap. I was going to say that would be bold if you if you threw up the LA on your on your head. See, my boy uh, Joe Kelly finished the game yesterday. <laughs> he's uh, he's excited to be there. I think he wanted to play the Astros. I think so too. I wanted them to play the Astros so bad. You have no idea. He, he wanted to take some heads off. So bad. All right, brother, I'll talk to you on Friday, man. Yes, sir. It was good talking to you it's guys, and uh, I'll talk to you later this week. Always good to talk to you, man. Take care, brother. Jacob Rudner, that Bye-bye. guy is hes really becoming a part of what we do here. I love talking to him. So before you get into the news that we're going to have for I the know. show, um, so are you one of these that believes that this season deserves an asterisk? Nope, not at all. This was fine. There were some conditions. There's some pre— Listen, those players, even though they didn't play the games, okay, they had to stay fit until that season started. Abridged, different, expanded playoffs. I get all of it. It's a different year, but they all played under the same rules. And there's no asterisk in my... I did think it for a minute. There's definitely an asterisk. There's no asterisk. All right, so if you're one of those that believes there should be an asterisk on this season... No, I don't. I don't. I know you're not, but I'm saying if you are one of those listening that believes there should be an asterisk on this season, which season holds more validation? 2020 or 2017? 2020. Bingo. That's what I thought. The one good thing to come out of 2020. We know that the champ's not a cheater. Talking about... We got breaking news! We got breaking news! We got breaking, 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 breaking news. Ladies and gentlemen, I am so proud to announce this that I am just tickled... Not pink. Maybe royal blue for the Dodgers. That'd be weird, but okay. Now, did they both or just die? Excuse me? No, um, just Dari. Our young... Our young Michelle Wee here is named Dariana Bredo. She plays golf on our golf team. We've not even had a girls team until, I think, last year. We were able to field some girls, and she was one of them. She's playing against high schoolers. She's in eighth grade. Last week, she played in the district 
tournament. Shot an 82 and advanced to the regionals. I repeat to you, she's in eighth grade. Dariana Bredel, did they finish this morning because of rain or did they finish this yesterday? I believe it was yesterday. It was yesterday. But I know they have to do tabulations and then they make the announcements and I think that was posted this morning. Uh, Dariana Bredel has advanced after yesterday's play to state championships as an eighth grader in golf. And I got to tell you honestly, I always celebrate our athletes here at Slam because I think it's a big deal. Uh, and I think they deserve to be feeling like they're a big deal when they're making things like that happen. That's a proud moment in this school, okay? We have never had a team, or I believe, correct me if I'm wrong, Frank, I do not think we've had an individual in an individual sport win a state championship in any capacity at SLAM. She Canada. will be our first golfer to compete in states. She's our first golfer to compete in states. She's got some tough competition, but the mere fact that she's there competing for a chance to be SLAM's first state champion ever, even if it's on an individual basis. Like, I have goosebumps. I've known Dottie for a few years, and she is a dynamic and wonderful young lady, an amazing student. You want to talk about student-athlete? That's what you got. You want to talk about goosebumps? She shot, a, she shot a 77. Dude, do you remember what she told me? you got to be kidding me. Okay, I can't make this up. I went to celebrate last week and play what we talked about on the show about to her and to our father, our principal, Mr. Ray Bredo. And when I finished playing it, I looked at it, I go, okay, I thought maybe it was a typo. I go, Dottie, did you shoot in 82? She goes, I did. She goes, and next week I'm going to shoot in the 70s. I looked at Bredo and laughed, and Bredo wasn't laughing. He goes, she's going to shoot in the 70s. <laughs> wow. I didn't say another word. I walked out of there, and it stuck in my brain. I came to tell Frank the story. I said, Frank, this is nuts. This girl shot an 82, and she's talking about shooting She's not going to shoot 70s. She's in eighth grade. She shot a 77. She improved her score by five strokes. <laughs> I only know she shot a 77 because you're telling me she shot an 82. It says she, she shot five shot strokes better than last That's week. crazy, man. Congratulations. Give me her applause. Give me the applause. Dariana Bredo. Congratulations, Dari. <laughs> Holy Toledo. You're going to states representing our proud school. I swear to you, I have goosebumps. Look at this. I am the song in the background. Everything. I'm so proud of you, young lady. Everyone is proud of you. Um, you're very humble. But you should be proud and not be afraid to be a little less than humble. Because homegirl, you're going to states. You know what I'm saying? States. Congratulations. Sylvia Ray Bredo, I know you guys have to be proud. And everyone here at SLAM is very proud of our own Dariana Bredo, our Michelle Wee. She's going to states representing SLAM <laughs> in golf. Thank you so much. Great show. I know I went a little long. I'm allowed to. I run this place. Shout out to Jacob Rudner, my baseball sidekick. And then my, uh, my sidekick for everything else is my boy Frank the Tank right here. Um, I started pounding my chest a little bit last night on social media, showing pictures of the stuff that we've done because I'm pissed at 2020 because we started 2020 with, a, with an explosion. Who are these kids from Little Havana? And I thought people were kind of forgetting about that. And sometimes in life it's cool to be humble. In fact, usually it is. Almost always. Until you're being forgotten and then you got to remind them. We're still here, folks. We're still here. Yep, we're still here. Let me go on. Uh, I'm going to run along, take a dip in the pool. <laughs> splash, splash. See ya.
The views and opinions expressed on Good Morning Amigo are entirely those of the host, guests, and callers and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of Slam Radio.